Welcome to another interview with Player One on Sin. I'm Eleni, your executive producer, and I'm very excited to introduce my interviewee. She's an awesome Twitch streamer and she's an Aussie, so it's a double whammy. I'm joined by Elmza. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much. Lovely. And for any listeners or viewers who don't know who you are, this is their first time meeting you, being introduced to you. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, so I'm a Twitch streamer, specifically Nintendo. Um, yeah, Aussie, like you said, so we love to represent. And that's really that's really it. <laughs> I'm great at selling myself. Lovely short and sharp. <laughs> that's that's what we want. Um, exactly. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned you're a streamer, um, and as I understand it, you started streaming May of last year. Is that correct? Yeah, which is kind of freaky considering we're almost in May this year, so it's almost been a year. I know how crazy. And oh. so, just I guess on the back of that. Um, I'd love to know sort of, you know, your relationship to video games. You know, what games did you start playing as a young kid? You mentioned Nintendo, so I'm sure that'll pop up. And then, you know, what what made you want to get into streaming? Yeah, so Mario 64 was like the very first game I ever got introduced introduced into. My mum was like a big player. But then growing up, we actually didn't play many video games. Like we were never the family with consoles or anything. So if we played any game, it was like on the PC and it was pretty dodgy. I think Saddle Club, if anyone remembers that on the PC, was one of the first games yes. I ever played religiously. Classic. <laughs> Classic, yeah. absolute classic. <laughs> it was quite late to games, to be honest. And it wasn't until like a Nintendo Switch came out that was the first console that I ever owned. Um, so I'm very new to it. Amazing. And so did that sort of then lead to, to streaming, having the Switch? Yeah. So I didn't know that Twitch was a thing um, until I started streaming. I was actually playing a game and my boyfriend was watching me and he was like, not being biased, you're fun to watch. You should stream. And my first response was, what is streaming? <laughs> like, But that's how I got into it. I was like, if he says so, I'll give it a go. Can't hurt. And here we are. <laughs> Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned you're a Nintendo fan. I know that you do a bit of Breath of the Wild. How do you find the, the hunt for the Koroks? Do you think it was worth it? <laughs> that is up for debate. Um, it was fun. I had a lot of fun hunting Koroks. I did not realize, yes, the, the final prize at the end, what it was. I don't want to say in case, you know, there are still people out there hunting Koroks, but um, just be up for some disappointment. <laughs> No, it's definitely something something we covered on Player One because we're all big Nintendo fans, big Zelda fans, and we absolutely had a whole segment dedicated to, to the Korok Seed reveal. But in terms of Zelda, um, have you got a favourite Zelda game? I've got to ask. It's definitely Breath of the Wild right now. I haven't played too many others. I need to go back and do that. But Breath of the Wild, just it's so open world. I love that I can play it for hours and not really, you know, you accomplish a lot, but not in the storyline. I like being able to cook and do all those little things in the game, which is a different take on it. But I love that aspect. No, definitely. And as we sort of mentioned earlier, you are sort of new to the streaming world. Do you mind just talking through your journey in terms of getting equipment getting set up? What was sort of the process in terms of being ready to stream? My first streams were on the floor, which I feel like I'm kind of known for at this point. So like my monitor, which is now a computer screen, of course, but my monitor when I started was a TV and I just sat on the floor playing games. Very lucky in the whole journey of it all. 
because I was so new, I almost went into it not like I didn't know much about Twitch at all. So there wasn't any extra pressures. I just streamed and hoped for the best and learned as I went, which I think is a blessing um, that I didn't know too much. And then gear, I just slowly collected over time. And even now I still have the bare minimum of what you need to stream, which I'm all for. I'm all for being resourceful and using what you have. And so, yeah, from the floor, I've just built up. I'm still on like a dining chair. (laughs) You don't need, you know, all the gear and stuff. So just whatever you can get, it's perfect. The ultimate DIY job. I absolutely love that. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And in terms of sort of your community, I know you're like a big fan of making sure that everyone's kind, supportive and creating a really positive environment. Um, I'd love to hear, I guess, why is that important to you in terms of your streaming? I don't know about a lot of others, but when I get home, like after work or whatever it is that you do, if you jump online onto the internet, you never know what you're going to get. And I would find myself feeling quite frazzled after work, going on the internet, even just scrolling through Instagram or something and being like, there's so much terrible stuff going on. So creating a space that was very like wholesome and kind and welcoming where you didn't have to think about the outside world too much, but you still felt, you know, comfortable was a huge thing for me. And that's what I wanted to create. And it just sort of it happened that way, just by being kind to other people. We built this amazing community that's so welcoming and you can yeah. just unwind in. Yeah. And I think that's a really good thing because I think the gaming community or even just the streaming community sometimes has a reputation for a bit of toxicity. So I guess I'm also curious in terms of maintaining that that positive and safe environment. Have you had any instances in the almost you've been streaming where someone said anything and how have you dealt with that? That's definitely happened a couple of times especially the big case being people come in who don't quite fit the vibe and that's been very nice about it and very early on I set the bar quite high that if even if I had like four views and it was exciting to get someone new in if they were being horrible being you know going against the rules that you stand by I just booted them straight away even it affected my view account I don't care like I set the bar quite early and now we've obviously got moderators who we don't really do second chances to be honest if you're horrible straight off the bat like you're gone (laughs) I think that's fantastic because, yeah, as you said, sometimes people will pop in and, you know, there's this, I guess, expectation that maybe not everyone will be wanting to pursue a really safe community. So I, I love that you do that. That's fantastic. You know, as a, as a female identifying gamer, the, the Twitch service mainly caters towards men. You know, I, I did a, I wrote an article last year sort of examining that and data from last year showcased that 65% of Twitch users identified as men. I'd love to get your thoughts as a female identifying gamer and a woman in games. What sort of importance do you place on having that inclusivity for women in games as well? Yeah, I love that you bring this up. So thank you, because you're right, it is so catered towards men, even subconsciously, you don't realize that there's just small little things here and there, um, like grants for one thing, like any kind of opportunity to help grow your channel is very much like male dominated. There are so many females, amazing females on Twitch, but they're just kind of hidden. Hey, you know what I mean? They, you have to kind of really search for them. And I found using other social media platforms, I came across it. And I think I would love to see like more women just supported on the front page, not just for like, you know, it's um, Women's Month at the moment, which is fantastic. International Women's Day is coming up. It's like, why are they just the days and the times to like raise us on a platform? Why not always? So that's something I think like we could definitely like move towards and strive for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I guess, yeah, in the, in the short time that you have been streaming so far, have you noticed any shifts in terms of 
the way people are treating women in the industry. I mean, obviously in the news in the past year, something we covered a lot on Player One was a lot of the sexual harassment issues circulating throughout the gaming companies at large. Have you noticed any sort of positive force within Twitch? Oh, definitely. I've noticed even just being here for a year, I've noticed a huge change, which is awesome. It's also with other social medias connecting to your Twitch. A lot of uh, people who identify as female, they talk about the trolls a lot more. It's like more of a safe space to actually discuss, say, hey, this happened to me before, even when I started, if I got like horrible trolls coming in being quite sexual, I feel like I couldn't say anything because then it would kind of put me, put me down in a way. Or you'd feel guilty for bringing it up because I'm like, I don't want to put a downer on like a conversation. But now it's a lot more open. And that's just been in a year, which is good. We still got a long way to go, but it's good. Yeah, that is, that is fantastic. And also, I guess to sort of move on from that, the other thing we mentioned is not only are you a female identifying streamer, but you're also an Aussie. So I'd love to hear, you know, as a local, what do you think of the Australian um, streaming scene? Do you think it's something that's emerging? Again, something I've covered a lot is the landscape of the Australian game scene. What are your thoughts on that? I knew more Twitch streamers who were not Aussie when I started and everyone that's recommended recommended to me on my Twitch page is not Aussie at all and usually American or European. So I'm like, where are all the Aussies at? And when they do come forward, it's so exciting, especially if you find like they live in the same state as you. It's mind-blowing because there is such a big Aussie community, but I don't know how to find them half the time because it's very, yeah, Twitch is, you know, very American platform. So I tell you what, when I do come across it, Aussie, it's so exciting. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, it's one of us. And the accent really stands out as well. So you can pick us from the crowd. Yeah. Kindred spirits, of course. Yeah. Um, I guess in terms of your audience, would you say you've got a pretty large Australian based audience? Have you got a lot of fans overseas? My majority is Aussie, which is fantastic. When I started, it was American overseas. Um, so it kind of switched, but that depends, of course, the times that I stream. So I only do evenings, which works better for like an Aussie audience. If I were to stream back um, on weekends and during the day again, I think my audience would flip to American or European. Um, so, yeah, it kind of depends. No, of course, because I'm also really curious in terms of the the people tuning into your community. Is there anything that makes, you know, an Australian member different to someone overseas maybe? Do you notice any sort of patterns in the way they engage with you or anything like that? Aussies are so laid back, but also so like so much energy. I could even know there must be a word to describe it that I cannot think of right now, but you can just tell even if they're muted, if you're watching an Aussie streamer, it's like, you know, they're Aussie. There's like a body language about them, if that makes sense. No, definitely. They're sitting back (laughs) in the chair, just hanging out. Yeah, they could be like going off on a troll but like chilling back in that chair you know <laughs> like it was like kind of effortless kind of not it's fantastic I love that and it's so true it really is I guess another thing um I don't know about you but I'm a big collector of like gaming merch I love it all all of the like plushies all of the collectibles I don't know are you a fan of stuff like that oh yeah but our apartment can only fit so much I don't I don't know if you can, where's my camera there's little Koroks like hanging up around here a lot of Breath of the Wild stuff If we had a bigger space, because I am in the corner of my apartment, I think there would be so many Nintendo plushies just scattered everywhere. But I had to stop myself because I wouldn't be able to fit furniture in here if I collected more merch. Who needs furniture? Get get rid of the couch. Just put the plushies. They can be beanbags. I love that. Actually, that's a good idea. I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, have you got any sort of merch that you would say is your favorite or anything you've got your eye on? Ooh. 
You tell you what, my favorite, I've got a, um, I think the brand is Club Monkey Monkey, a slush Goomba and Boo, which were very prominent when I started streaming, like in the background when I sat on the floor. I adore those, you know, when people are like, oh, if your house is burning down, what, what do you got to grab? I'm like those, <laughs> they're irreplaceable to me. Yes, you can buy them everywhere, but just for like sentimental reasons and them being such a branding of Elmsa when I first started, I adore them. They're probably the favorite piece of merchandise that I have. I love that. And Definitely, like, you know, as a Nintendo lover, I feel like they've just got the merch down pat. Like, every game that comes out, like, the merch is just, like, god tier, honestly. Well, it's like Pokemon. Like, every time a Pokemon game comes out, there's always already the Pokemon plushies ready to go. It's amazing. I'm very impressed. No, they're definitely on it for sure. (laughs) And speaking of, I guess, Pokemon or even just Mario news in general, are there any sort of Nintendo games in the future that you know when they come out, you'll be ready to go, ready to stream them? Oh, Breath of the Wild 2 is just like, I am ready. I will be taking a sick day when that comes out, um, especially because Australia is like slightly ahead. I'm like, yes, let's get on this right away. Um, in terms of like other Nintendo games, to be honest, I feel like I'm under a rock right now. There's just so much going on that I only know when a game is coming out a week before. Um, I'm definitely yeah, an under a rock streamer when it comes to game news. No, that's right. Well, yes, Breath of the Wild 2. I know I'm very hyped. I know the Play One crew is hyped. Is there anything you really want to see from the sequel? I want to swim underwater. I hear that's a possibility. I think that would be amazing or maybe multiplayer. But then, okay, so if it was multiplayer, you've got Link and who's the other player? A Korok? I don't know. I mean, the, the, the hopeful answer would be Zelda, wouldn't it? I know, but it seems too good to be true. I know. I'm like quietly optimistic. I'm like, I'll, I'll believe it if it happens, but otherwise probably just good old link but I like underwater that's interesting especially given that a lot of the promotion for it shows you sort of in the sky I like that you're like no 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 I want to be underwater <laughs> but I, yeah I just went completely opposite to what they're showing who knows maybe it will be a secret maybe in the next trailer link will suddenly dive into the water or something oh, that'd yeah be cool. that would that would be very cool I mean for me the only thing I really want now is a release date that's always that's always what I ask I know it's the bare minimum please let us know when it's coming I mean who knows who knows with Nintendo but (laughs) um I guess just before we wrap up obviously your your Twitch stream has really picked up you've got a little great community that'll definitely grow in the years to come what would you like to say to them oh that the amount of love that I have for everyone in the community in whatever capacity they are whether they're chatting they're just lurking they like you know follow and occasionally pop in I cannot describe how much I appreciate them like my words will never do it justice for a twitch streamer I really can't tell you (laughs) how much you all mean to me my wonderful Elmsa community but I thank you and I'm excited because it is like you know it's our community I'm excited to keep growing together Lovely. And yeah, in terms of growing, do you have any sort of goals for the next year in terms of what you want to do with your stream? I would love to stream more often. It's three times a week at the moment because, you know, nine to five life, but maybe part time and then stream more often. That's the goal. That sounds like a great goal. And just for anyone listening in, anyone checking this video out, where can they find you on the socials? I do just want to say your TikTok is fabulous. I absolutely love it. (laughs) thank you so much I actually made some right before this um this podcast interview so keep your eye out but um no everyone you guys can find me on twitch my username is elmza and then on every other platform it's elmza plays there may be a full stop or an underscore in there but if you search elmza plays I am the very top one yay Um, and that is where you can find me lovely and just before we wrap up is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish off 
I want to thank you, honestly, for doing this, especially for Aussie females. I think it's absolutely wonderful. And I feel so honoured and privileged that you asked me um, and that you slid into my DMs. <laughs> thank you so much. You're wonderful. And this has been a, a fantastic chat. Oh, yes. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Good luck for everything. As I said, thank your you. community is only going to grow. Hopefully Breath of the Wild 2 releases at some point and then you can stream that. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be talking when it comes out. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. But for now, everyone listening in, anyone checking this out, hope you've enjoyed this interview. I'm Eleni, I'm joined by Elmsa, and this is Player One.